Hello. Hello. Welcome to FOH 2019. Edition. There's one episode this year and this is it. So strapping. Do you remember how last episode we didn't intro the podcast at all? There have been a couple (laughs) bloopers uh, of late in this podcast. I uh, moderately apologize for those, but it's the holiday season. We were busy. We don't have a team of, uh, you know. Interns. Yeah, we don't have interns. We just got me and my dumb brain. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, on the finishing end of this podcast. We rely on her a lot. We, <laughs> I'm sorry to say we lean I on her. failed you. Um, I'm Lillian Devane. <laughs> I'm Kelly Sullivan. And uh, this is FOH. Yep. As you already know. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We made it, we made it through the, the push. Yeah. We both worked New Year's Eve. We both worked New Year's Eve. I made a joke that I requested to work at like a desperate retired cop. I was like, I got to get in there one last time. <laughs> I I didn't have it. Uh, I had it off originally. And then I like got freaked out about not having something to do that was like good enough. I just like I, I've worked so many New Year's that it feels weird to not. I also asked them. I was like, please don't make me make plans, David. <laughs> Please don't have me be let down. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You know, I, one of my new year's things is I have to stop leaning, uh, like all my bad behavior. I have to stop leaning on being like, I'm going through a breakup. But that was one that I was like, I'm going through a breakup. I can't make plans. Yeah. That's totally fair. Yeah. I think. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I, my new year's was fine. I kind of wanted something. I mean, all, I also do things for content, you know? Mm-hmm in my life and of i was course. like this will be good this might be good for the podcast mm. guys i literally will do something shitty just so i can tell you about it and um yeah nothing like no crazy it was a perfectly fine night my coworkers are very good at their jobs they're all married they have kit like nobody's there's no drama nobody was trying to you know it was just yeah a smooth smooth sailing i mean it was very busy and i got my ass kicked but it was fine. Kind of same for me. It was like, it was a busy service. Um, our, the chef at the restaurant I work at is obsessed with like, he loves like little tiny plates. And so like everything comes in a collection of like small plates. Yeah. So it's like every table. Like 45 ceramic <laughs> like, ramekins on it. Literally. Yeah. Um, it's very chic, but it does make running food a challenge. You have to put one on each fingertip. I truly like, I didn't wear a bra on New Year's Eve and our kitchen is in the basement and obviously the restaurant's on ground level. And I literally like I took off my top at the end of the night and I was like, did I get new stretch marks on my boobs just from like heaving them up and down the <laughs> stairs? But I don't think I did. No, I think you're good. Um, yeah, I have a quick story, not from New Year's, but from a couple of weeks ago that I just thought was so funny and I haven't had an opportunity to yeah. tell it on the pod. Um, so I was working happy hour and uh, this woman came in and she was like hey can i like have a drink and i was like sure and she and she was like i just say that because of her tone she was very like you know resigned and she's like how's your day going and i was like oh it's going fine you know i've been at work i was like how is your day going you know and she's like not great really i mean honestly not great and i was like oh what's up and she's like well, I'm um, supposed to have my birthday party here, um, and uh, I was supposed to be like 16 people, but everyone canceled. 
except one person. Oh my God, Sex in the City. Yes. And I almost brought that up and then I was like, I don't know if that's like an appropriate in, right. the, in the moment. I was like, oh my God, totally just like that app where SJP, like all of her friends go to the wrong restaurant. Like she would oh God, like, She drops the cake. Yeah. Oh God. Anyways. And I was like, oh my God, that sucks. She's like, yeah, even like my boyfriend can't make it. I was like, that is really bad. Um, Like what's up? You know? Yeah. Um, So I gave her a drink for free because I was like, you know, happy birthday. Like, my gift to you like you got a buddy coming i'm sure it'll be cool whatever but i did like it was like legitimately heartbreaking to watch her sit alone at a table waiting for her one friend um and then she like got my name and we were on name basis then her friend came in another woman and she was like are you like lillian like thank you for being so nice to my friend like you know she's having a rough time whatever and i was like yeah of course like i'm glad that you guys you know can be here for each i was just trying to make it like mm-hmm. not weird and then, like, an hour later, I look over. I'd, like, gotten done with my shift. And um, I was sitting at the bar having a drink. And I fucking turn around. And they are making out harder than anyone I've almost ever seen in public. <laughs> next to a family that was, like, <laughs> having a beer together, like, on a trip to New York. And the family was, like, like they were, like, full-on body contact making out, like, tongue, tongue, tongue. And I was, like, that is awesome also you clock out at like eight o'clock oh yeah yeah i was like it wasn't like midnight it was like it was still maybe like the sun had just set and she's just turned into making out with her best friend i was like that's great that's the best possible outcome boyfriends if you skip your girlfriend's dinner they are gonna try and fuck their friend yeah that's just what happens sorry sorry or maybe he was like yeah that's what i wanted all along okay i don't know yeah he sounds like a scumbag, so... Adrienne Rich calls that the lesbian continuum. Of course she does. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so <laughs> Anyway, ugh, give me a break. Anyways, um, um, I have a nice quick story too. Yeah, yeah. There, it's another story of love. Aww. Love found. Wow. So on New Year's Eve, um, obviously lots of couples, um, and one couple ordered a bottle of champagne. I was like, great. I yeah. went to go grab it and presented it to them. And then I said, I'm just going to pop it away from the table, you know, in case any anything bad happens. They're like, okay. And then I brought it back and I was like, okay, I'm just going to pour you guys a little taste. And the woman was like, guess what he just did? And I said, what? And she said, proposed. Aww. And she had a little ring and it was really cute. It was like vintage. It had like three stones. It was like very pretty. And also like, I was having an emotional one on New Year's. I tweeted about it. And I, it really did like, it caught me so off guard. I truly welled up and I was like, Congratulations. Oh, and like, sweet. and then their server, because I was just running on um, New Year's Eve, was uh, someone who is also quite an emotional man. And I told him, and he was like, he was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, he got so, he's like, oh my God. He was like, did you tell the kitchen? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> hands to face, hands to heart. Full. Just. Yes. Oh, that's. It was, we were all very delighted. Usually I'm like, that's cool. What can I get for you? Yeah. I mean, I think it was just... Well, um, no, when people are, like, genuine... When the festive mood is... Yeah. yeah it was and they're just, nice, it, it sounds was, like. Yeah, they were really, really nice. And then I also saw a, re- a regular 
And I was like, yeah, I was like, it just really moved me. And I was like, even telling you about it now, I was like, I feel like I'm going to tear up. And she was like, well, yeah, she's like, I cry about everything. She's pregnant and due in two weeks. And I was like, I don't have, I'm just a crazy person. (laughs) Don't know why. Oh Uh, man. You're a sensitive soul. Sensitive. That's what we love about you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well that's all done now. It's, we're in the dead of winter, dead of winter, burning bridges, self-isolating. What? No, that's not what we're doing. No, 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 no. Cancel it. Cancel it. No, 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 no. Send some rewind. Rewind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Like, and during this podcast, I will break up with you and it's no longer happening because I (laughs) live on the podcast that I somehow will release. (laughs) You're like, well, I gotta edit it. They gotta know what went down. No, that's not happening. Um, we, I guess we're starting off on a, a bleak note for 2019, but you know what? Staying true to form, I guess. I don't know. I feel like there's an undercurrent of darkness in this podcast. We both have depression. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I call depression is undercurrent of darkness. <laughs> My therapist is like, can we just use the medical term, please? That's a little bit much. <laughs> You're like, I just need some coping strategies for the undercurrent of darkness in my life. You're like, I'm like, dry shampoo is here, but have you seen the movie Ghostbusters? There's like that river of slime. That's sort of the what city is like the magnetic. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just live on some weird magnets. Just kind of like a slime sewer. You know what I'm saying? Every therapist I go to, I'm like, yeah, so I'm just weirdly on this magnetic vortex. They're like, and this has followed you your whole life? I'm like, yeah, it's everywhere I go. They like oddly pull enough. out the straight jacket from behind their chair. They <laughs> have a taser ready. Um, anyways, yeah, well, we're doing the, today's episode, this week's episode uh, is the what is it this the, i'm it's trying like, to think of the, of the what am i talking the about intersection intersection is yep. what i was looking for yep. of tech and food <laughs> and we're not talking kitchen gadgets no no because that would be fun though that might be a fun episode in the future mm-hmm. like this can opener has four stars yeah. from me <laughs> like why would we talk sure, about some that? reviews i love it <laughs> why not consumer uh, reports <laughs> rates this <laughs> knife as you know <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we're ba- we're basically here to rip on tech culture. Yeah, it's a new year. New technologies are coming out, maybe. <laughs> Faster I, than I ever. Don't know. I don't either. Is there a new iPhone? Don't know. Who cares? Um, um I'll the, be buying it. The like earbud pod oh, thing. AirPods, that's like a huge thing right now. I mean, it has been for a while. I just can't get it gives me anxiety to see them. I feel like if I scrunch my shoulders, they'll pop out on the subway. That makes you know? no sense. No. Right? No, like you're like, like the, the those things barely fit in your ears anyways. And there's no. I don't understand how your shoulders could well, you scrunch, affect. You, you brush the, the bottom of the pods with your shoulders. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe I'm constantly scrunching. Maybe. I think you. Yeah, yeah, I need to get better posture. I think I also have a really long, elegant uh, neck. Okay, so I'm touch. just a hunched little troll, like, <laughs> popping out my ear, my fucking. Great. Well, that's a pretty picture for listeners. <laughs> Anyway, so the first article that we kind of we both read this article and yeah. it was it was good. It's like a long form. It was yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's in Eater and Eater Dana Evans. Dana Evans for Eater. I'm Dana Evans for Eater. Um that's how she introduces herself when she <laughs> writes every article. Eater Eater has really great 
journalism. journalism. Yeah, it, I agree. Not that I don't know why I should be surprised, but it sounds like just like another dumb. I like, think like you go onto the website and they do cover so much news that yeah. like that they're like restaurant closing and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it's like and then you'll have these longer form pieces and they really yeah. are in depth and really well. Really, really good. Yeah. But it's this, uh, like, it highlights uh, just, like, a very interesting, specific trend in tech bros, which is bread making. Yeah, I think that's what was so funny about it, is I've seen a little bit of this on my Instagram, but it really isn't a big thing on my Instagram. No, thank God. And then she was talking about, but as soon as she started saying, she was like, it's these people that are posting, like, I use 20% Leviathan flour, 50% King Arthur at... 100% 100% saturation and mm-hmm. 2% hydration. I was like, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Like, I've seen it in my Instagram. Those posts, the ha- the crumb shot posts the where you cut shot. a piece of a loaf and you can look at the... Yeah. Yeah, it is very, very strange. And sh- this author traced it back to, I mean, probably most of us know about Tartine mm-hmm. Bakery in San Francisco. Which is delicious. Which is amazing. I mean, I went there when I visited out there out west this summer it was incredible yeah um but the one that's so it's owned by a couple Mm -hmm. um a man and a woman and the heterosexual couple yeah that's why i you know Mm -hmm. said a man and a woman Mm -hmm. we can't assume we 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 never know all the sailors out there um (laughs) god uh, anyways, um, and the and the gentleman, uh, Robert, God, I'm forgetting. It was like Chad Robertson. Oh, right, because he had two dumb names. I'm yeah. sure he's very nice. And there's nothing. I he actually, seemed nice, and he was like, "Why the fuck do these guys like yeah, it?" Yeah, he's like the yeah. There's nothing. I don't have any problems with him because he's just like a surfer dude who made like. How long is his bread recipe? It's like it's like thirty eight pages. Yeah, it's like a one of the. I remember reading an article about it years ago. That was just I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Like. Yeah, well, she kind of made this through line of, like, <clears throat> Mark Bittman for the New York Times published someone else's no-need Yeah, we've all bread. heard of the no-need bread and recipe. My mom makes that a lot. Yeah. And, um, and so that kind of, like, had this rise in bread making, like, being like kind everything. of given back right. to home cooks. And then Chad Robertson kind of did, like, the antithesis of that with this literal... 40 page long but it's also like he owns a business he has equipment like there's there's more of a reason like that's his livelihood and so it's like yeah it is like an interesting like those are two yeah the two the two opposites but yeah and then so then these tech bros kind of adopted that and they were kind of like well we can refine like there's i have a quote from one of the guys who that i literally was like because we both like to bake and i mean like i I like making bread. It's actually really easy. That's the funny thing about it is bread is like a really easy thing to make. It just takes a long time. Yeah. I think it's the, I mean, there's so much to dissect from this particular, uh, article, which the author did an amazing job. I'm not making any points that she didn't make, but the, but we'll get into it more, but like the maleness and the precision and the adoption of this, yeah, of this, of this met like baking, which is like, it has to be bread. It can't be pastries or muffins or anything else because that's, you know, quote For for the ladies. It's also so interesting because bread is truly, it's like one of the cheapest things to make too. It's literally flour, right. yeast, water. 
basically. It's ancient, it's cheap, it's been done for and like ever. The way that these people are approaching it, it requires so much money because they're doing like it in like special ovens boxes and yeah. special ovens and special equipment. And it's like that's not Right. That's not what bread has historically been. First of all, not necessary. Second of all, you're a fucking idiot. You're a freak daddy for sure. But yeah, this guy <laughs> said, I spent a lot of time, I don't want to say debugging because that sounds really te- technical, but just working on recipes and trying to teach myself. And there weren't really a lot of materials out there at that time to do that. With bread baking, you can f- kind of follow an algorithm to produce a result. And that result isn't always what you think it's going to be. So you kind of have to step back and debug and diagnose the steps along the way. How did I go wrong here? That's because technically the temperature might not be right or the dough strength might not be right. That iterative process and working through these algorithms kind of appeals to an engineer. It's like, what No, I'm going to stop you right there, sir. And I have nothing else to say because <laughs> that's it. I'm going to stop you I'm right there. I'm going to stop you right there. And I'm going to stop talking to you because you're boring. When you say algorithm and debugging in any context, that's not you at my desk fixing my computer. If I worked in an office, that's a scenario I imagine. <laughs> like I have another career as like a high powered. I'm like, call the IT guy in here. I need some fucking help. Stat. Um, yeah, unless you are a fucking nerd at a nerd convention and, and I go up to you and I say, hey, this is wrong. Can you debug it? And you can say well, that. It's just funny to say algorithm because what he means is recipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, that's the thing. And that in one fucking word change <laughs> is what makes these guys so fucking stupid because yeah. they're they're, ma- they're complicating something. They're so horny for it being a complicated right. thing right. and being something that they alone can kind of like yes. approach and then master. But it's like, it's not right. And you've said this before, like the concept of mastery yeah. is what they're all about. And she points to that too. Right. And it's just like, Guys, I, I mean, I understand, like, it is exciting to, like, bring new um, approaches and technology to things and, like, try it out. Like, you know, people started fucking sous vide things at home. Like, that one's yeah. like, oh, that's interesting. I don't know. That's a method Instant of French ramen. cooking. Instant that's the advent of the last hundred years. I had some today. Uh, yeah. But, um, which I actually did debug because I cut up my own vegetables and I put it in there. Uh, you, you have to you debug have to the do ramen. That. You have to. If you make just ramen, that is depraved. Yeah. I Well, I buy, like, the fancy kind from the grocery store. What do you get, Shin? No, it's I'm embarrassed because I think it's just like a white dude in California who makes like ramen packaging, but it's called oh, okay. like Mike's something, but it's like really good. Oh, okay. Some scallions, some vegetables. Yeah. I put an egg. Yeah, like, put an egg. Yeah. Anyways, I can do that, but tech bros, <laughs> they can't. Get out of my kitchen. Um yeah, what were we saying? Sorry, I got so uh, I mastery. Just, mastery. Yeah, yeah I, and it's and it like not to make it, it. There is like some aspect I think of like the gender divide. Not to make it about that at all, but it's just like it is. It is dudes taking what is historically quote unquote like a Women. woman. Yeah, and like whatever. I mean, I think there is something to that, don't you? Like a dom- it's a, a domestic thing. Yeah, I mean, she didn't. I think also. Yeah, she just didn't super touch on class in it but it's like that's obviously like a huge part of it and i think in general the idea that making food at home is like a leisure activity Mm -hmm. is fucked up yeah because like the only reason that it's a leisure activity is because of like how we think about labor and like making food at home is like that's what 
most people have done for most of time. Yes. And the idea that we like deprive poor people of the ability and the time to do that mm-hmm. is very fucked up. That's a good point. And specifically with bread making, like it's just so it's easy. It's cheap. It should be available to all people <sighs> if they want it, if they want it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's not but it's a thing. So, it is. Like, so... I will mandate all people of a certain economic uh, income to <laughs> make bread. You have to, you have to. So, by law. For, for like food stamps instead of drug tests, I'm like, bring in a loaf of bread. Let's yeah, see. I want to see it. Give me your Let's crumb see. shot. Well, you can do. <laughs> um, I think that there is something inherently satisfying. And um, someone was, one of the cookbook authors was saying it, not Chad Robertson, but he was like, I don't think we should discourage it. I think it encourages these tech people to like get in touch with their humanity in a certain sure. sense because it's like you're do something with your hands that you then present to another person and you share and you eat with them. And I think that's really true. But at the same time, like if you're not doing it in that spirit, like you're not, yeah, that's he's not in projecting your... those good intentions on. Exactly. That's not in their minds Yeah, when they're like, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. They're sucking down fucking Soylent trying to crank out bread. They should be like me who desperately bring baked goods into work to get people to like them. I need to put a moratorium on you <laughs> baking know. things. Every time I do it, it's, a, it's this close to a breakdown. Honestly, like you've got to, you've got to take a, take a good half year off, bake at home, <laughs> leave it at home. I know. Kelly had another thing where she baked something and brought it on the subway and cried. They were, they were unrelated, but it was like, I hadn't slept well. So I woke up early to bake this cake and then reader. I was listening to This American Life. Oh, my God. Kelly. And it made me cry. No. And I'm just holding this homemade cake on the subway, like, openly crying. And I was like, I look so insane. Yeah. You're like, my child died this year, and I made its own birthday cake, and I'm celebrating it alone on the subway. That's what you looked like. That's the story somebody made Fully. up when they were looking at you. Fully. It was, like, raining. It's like plastic wrapped cake. I'm crying. So sad. Someone left that cake out. <laughs> In the rain. <laughs> Hello. I'm. D- <laughs> I was thinking about that too. <laughs> Someone left. That's the cake one out. of my favorite songs. <laughs> it's the craziest fucking song. I don't think. When I was a little kid, I made my mom sing that all the time because I thought it was so funny. Yeah, it's very emotional. It's a very emotional song. And then it has a weird, um, like, Broadway-style cut to, like, a show tune. And then it comes back. Yeah, it's so good. God, I, this, this, I would pipe love that to. Pipe, we'll pipe it. Yeah. <laughs> MacArthur, MacArthur Park just <laughs> threw out the entire. Oh, anyways, um, we, we digress. Anyway, getting back to it. But you looked a little bit at another food product. Yeah, so I, I mentioned Soylent because I was we were looking up, like, tech, food, whatever, culture. And, uh, God, you know, we've all heard, like, it's been out for a while. It's yeah. nothing new, obviously. But it's so funny to me, one, that it's basically just sold in, like, 7-Eleven. Like, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, obviously spent a lot of time into that like design and like the font that he's like this is cool and then it's just like oh should i get a hot dog or this soylent <laughs> <laughs> and like their branding is so like 
like leisure guy who hikes in the mountains but then like yeah you can just like it's like mountain dew or soil you know it's like yeah nobody who do you know anybody who fucking nobody does that i knew someone who drank soylent but they had ulcerative colitis so they couldn't always digest like food food it should be for mental patients who (laughs) can't join others in the food hall yet and they say we'll give you this Digestive issues, Lillian's like an insane person. Got it. <laughs> the stomach and the mind are very linked, Kelly. I believe that. My resolution this year is the mind body connection. That's my oh, you're reading strong looks better naked. What the fuck is that's that? Chloe Kardashian's book. How dare you bring her <laughs> utter her name? Chloe Kardashian's book, and she did market it. She was like, everything's linked mind, body, spirit. I mean, it is. Yeah, she's right. Chloe. Damn it, Chloe. Um, but anyways, the the founder of Soylent is this guy named Rob Reinhardt, who... Mm-hmm. Oh, my sweet Jesus. <laughs> Do you know, I just want to say that this is... Just to give you a profile of this guy, he has that kind of hair, and I don't know what to call it exactly. I've never verbally expressed this, but it's when guys... It's it's just like white dudes who have... It's like shard kind of mm-hmm. hair. Like, it, it it's... It, there's no form to it. It's so bristly that it, like, stands... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It comes to, like, a point at every possible... Yeah. There's he, no... Like, no matter what haircut you have, unless you shave it, it's this weird, helmety shard hair. But the thing is, is it's really about... He could use some... Because it's very... It's very clearly, like, a thick hair. Yeah, maybe that's... It's so thick and it stands straight out. I just feel like it's always troubling to me when I find pictures of rich people who have not... You can hire someone, pay someone money, and they will tell you how to look good. Or be such a crazy person that you just are like Steve Jobs. You're like, yeah, I'm wearing a fucking turtleneck every day. I'm like, sure. Yeah, like, whatever. fine. That's fine. Be a weirdo. It's fine. L- I, like, look like, like you're from 1992 or nothing. Do you remember, like, Theranos? That woman? <laughs> Theranos was, like, this fake technology company that was, like, valued at, like, $4 billion and then they found out it was all a scam. Uh, was that, like, the blood research thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 And yeah. she was, like, also... She she drank a lot of Soylent. Of course. And she also was, like, I have my a Steve's job outfit. And I was, like, if you're scamming people out of literal billions of dollars and you're, like, the youngest female CEO to have a company valued over like, a billion... wear a tube top. I'm, like, <laughs> get a fucking tube top, bitch. <laughs> no, I do think you should try to look... Um, I mean... Why not? I guess if you're a scam artist, do what you will. It's, if you're wor- it's a working scammer, for you. You, what, you like want to wear a suit with question marks on it? Like that money guy like on the TV? Riddler. <laughs> Wear the Riddler's outfit. Where's your money going? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Anyways, but that's the thing with the, if we're talking mind body connection, tech, food, drinking Soylent as a replacement for meals is the actual embodiment of yes, this yes. fucking thing that they're doing to our world. It's yeah. so fucked up. Well, it's the idea that you can intervene on the mind-body connection. Yeah, exactly. That you can hack this, like, actual how your body works. Yeah. It's, it's, ins- you know what? You, you go to Jurassic Park, you guys are doing the same thing. You are you go to Jurassic Park. <laughs> you see what they're doing at jurassic park you are on the same level as those monsters down at jurassic park (laughs) (laughs) Lynn's like i gotta be the gold jeff goldblum 
I got to. I am. I know. God. Okay. Anyway, so Rob Reinhardt is, I can't, I have his picture up right now as I'm talking and it is distracting me because it's so hideous. Um, all right. So freaking Rob Reinhardt, hideous human. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like in another context, I think naming this out of like from a movie that is about drinking people would be like funny. Yeah. But in the, it's like somehow it's, it's not funny or no. clever and it's just like fucking weird. Like it's like, yeah, it's, it's a very serious business. Yeah. Cause they're like, Hey, do you guys want to make your employers more money by not eating food? Here you go. Like, yeah. it's like also like this author, this is from not a good piece, but a piece in the guardian. <laughs> it would be funny to me if you had like a fried chicken shack that you called Soylent. Yeah. That's funny. Right. That's you know, funny. That's yeah. 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 Like, but they're also like a bunch of people made the point that it's another gendered thing where it's like slim fast is a meal replacement marketed to women as like a diet like but it's like this is also definitely just a thing that you're supposed to be able to live they on. have yeah. a strawberry flavor. <laughs> yeah exactly. that's the most iconic flavor of exactly Slim-fast. i mean doesn't sound so bad to me but anyways i just want to read this quote because i think it is really indicative of who this person is yep. and i think ugh, okay so da, da, da. okay reinhardt developed the products when he was 24 because he thought food was an outdated concept Chewing took too much time and kitchens were terrifying. In his blog, which has now been deleted, he wrote, I think it was a bit presumptuous for the architect to assume I wanted a kitchen with my apartment and make me pay for it. My home is a place of peace. I don't want to live with red hot heating elements and razor sharp knives. What <laughs> the motherfuck is wrong with him? I will say, okay. Okay, first of all, undiagnosed something. Oh, for sure. That's like, I mean, potentially just OCD. Like if you have, like if a kitchen is terrifying to you, like maybe you just have intrusive thoughts. You know what I mean? Like even if you don't use your kitchen, it shouldn't terrify you. <laughs> what? He's like, okay, so obviously kitchens, um, they live and breathe. There are... <laughs> Toaster is alive, and I feel like he's hunting he's like, me in my dreams. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen Beauty and the Beast, which is why I'm inventing Soylent. What? <laughs> it's so utterly bizarre. I'm like, yeah. you let this, and it, I'm not like we all have. Like, I'm not saying if you're like neuro atypical, whatever. Like, that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, what? Like, investors were like. We agree. This <laughs> okay. makes a lot of sense, young I'm man. I'm picking it up. I'm picking up what Venture you are capitalist just like, here Couldn't is. someone have just gotten him, like when he graduated college, why didn't someone get him? My mom gave me a book called Cooking for Two. <laughs> and it's like recipes that are made to produce small amounts of food. They're simple. Cooking for Two was presumptuous. Talk about presumption. Yeah. I cooking. was one. Um, you know, like, couldn't someone have given him, like, a an intro to the kitchen cookbook? You know, maybe this just... This is why taking home Mac out of public schools... Right, for, Well, I'm sure he didn't go to public school, but... Um, but, you know, we th- that's why they're important. You need to know, making a chocolate chip cookie isn't scary. No. It's a, it's a normal thing. I learned how to do it when I was, you know... Yeah, 12. 10 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but isn't that crazy? That is actually deranged. I'm like, okay, so you are actually, like, a weird fucking <laughs> villain who, like, family was killed by a hot range... <laughs> At some kind of freak accident at Home Depot, and now you are out to destroy eating. Also, like, like what is it? It's 
it's presumptive. That's just so weird that the he's architect's like, like what? <laughs> I know what this little lad needs. Like what? what? Imagine if someone tried to write you an apartment. They're like, so this one, they're like, as you can see, you have full use of the apartment, not bogged down with any kitchen, any kind of crap here. Also, like what? When your home was made in the 1930s, the architect was like, <laughs> the world is crumbling around us. You know what they're not going to need in the future? Kitchens. What? <laughs> Like, where? Oh my God. What is happening? There's just so much to unpack there. Wow. And I think we did a great job. We did a great job. Mocking this person's (laughs) mental illness. But seriously, what is wrong? That is so weird. Also, like, the thing is, is if he was in therapy for mental illness, like, they would talk to him about coping mechanisms. Of yeah, his fear, but we don't ask people like this to be introspective. We they somebody ought to somebody ought we all ought to we all okay. let's take a big like, old trip a to therapist Silicon. Therapist would say like, why don't we why don't we try making a peanut butter and jelly? And mm. so we'll, that doesn't use heating or knives, mm. but we're gonna see how it feels. Well, okay, and then knife, we'll right. graduate to right. maybe making some scrambled eggs. Yep, mm-hmm. you know this is a plant. I'm. You know what? Rob, Give me old Robbie's number. I'm going to walk him through the plan. We're going to do, when we go on a tour, we're going to go to Silicon Valley first. Does he eat any food? I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I look, I saw a lot of pictures <clears throat> of people who were like hawking Soylent. They don't look great. You know, if you want, if you are, you better be working out 24 sev. Oh. I mean, to me, if you're like, this is fine for your body. Like I want to see someone who's hot. Oh, you want hot people doing marketing soylent? Well, I mean, I don't know, no, 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 right? I'm, like, I if, agree, if you're I saying agree. like you can't, your body, this is all your body needs. Like, you better look glowing. Fucking, yeah, you better, you better be killing it. Not like a pasty pudge who's just like cranking out fucking code, chained yeah. to a desk, drinking sludge. Like that is like actual dystopia. Dark. Like very dark. And I know they lean into that because they think it's like cool and funny, but I'm like, it's actually like very disturbing. Yeah. So what I was researching too was about how. Part of it, part of like speaking of chain to desks and stuff, is that it's kind of disrupting the like culture of back of house, like how back of house are run, because so many cooks are just because the tech companies basically will have twenty four hour kitchens so that they can keep their workers. They're like, sure. why would you leave? It's so fun. Here we have this taco bar and we have fried chicken sliders. Yeah, and, and so all of these cooks are going to be caterers basically for Google and for Apple Mm -hmm. and for Mm -hmm. all these tech companies. And then what is even more fucked up to me is I was reading a an actual restaurant owner in San Francisco. And he was like, yeah, our transit system's really fucked up. It closes at midnight there, which is insane. Yeah. It's totally insane. And so he's like, you have to have people like basically you can't ask people to live anywhere besides like the immediate vicinity to the restaurant because it's like impossible to get home after service. And so he was like, yeah, we like, we consider building dormitories too, like the tech companies. And it's like, it's this fucking demented cycle where like the tech companies model something. And instead of normal people saying, what the yeah. goddamn yeah. hell? <laughs> They're like, should we imitate that? Should we build it? No, oh you shouldn't. My God, that's so sad. It's so sad. Also, if anyone, like most of our listeners have worked in restaurants, you know how much they become your life. And then if you had to live in a dorm. I'm crying just thinking about that. That, it, that is literally 
torture. How many people do you think be jumping off those fucking dormitory <laughs> yeah, oh windows? My God. Jesus Christ. If I had to live in a dorm above the restaurant, I'm already like, they. I made a joke to someone. They're like, you're back. Like someone came for, and like they had been there in the same day or something. And I was like, they won't let me leave. Yeah. <laughs> I and simply can't. If that was tr- literally true. <clears throat> Yeah. No, oh my no. god. I would be even more of a fucking alcoholic. Yeah. Than, I mean, can you imagine? I know that's something that I guess I didn't even think about and wasn't touched on, but like how does that affect the fucking your lifestyle? Yeah, like yeah. if you were like I live at this restaurant, like no. you would be god. First of all, the STDs would be <sighs> Out of control. Yeah, uh, you couldn't even open a walk-in without people <laughs> just pa- falling out on top of each other. <laughs> and then <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not good drinking. for anyone's mental health. God. I mean, it would be more fun than the tech dorms, obviously. But yeah, I'm not yeah. until until we throw ourselves mm-hmm. out the window. Yeah. Anyways, but I'm sure they're doing that at the tech dorms too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they see that as like we. There's like they're all about like yeah, efficiency. they are about like that's like they're the Uber men. Right. That's like what Uber is about. Right. 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 Ugh. God, the weakness. <laughs> Soylent is weakness leaving the bo- body. You know? I, yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, His sad poops are the weakness. Seriously. Leaving. God. Like, at least if you're going to, like, be a crazy, like, eat, like, pureed organic squash only. Or, like, mm. some, you know what I mean? Like, I could see. You go for a Jordan Peterson approach. <laughs> you know, he only I mean, eats beef. I really love him. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, kind of controversial, but, like, a lot of really yeah. interesting <laughs> ideas. Um, I don't understand how his fingernails haven't simply peeled away. I one time read someone who had OCD, their memoir, and they like really could only eat specific foods. And they said that it made their fingernails peel off in sheets because they were so malnourished. No, I hate it. Anyways, guys, see it. I said it the last episode. Everyone get a therapist. She obviously saw a therapist because she ultimately like wrote wrote a a memoir. And it was very funny too. Good for her. Good for her. (laughs) Just Good way to spin your mental perfect. illness into money, huh? That sounds great, which is what we're doing with this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, you read something about... Oh, and then another th- restaurant. Yeah. Th- that This was the object of my obsession when this... Um, it's not a review. Sometimes Pete Wells does make me laugh. He is okay. kind of funny. He's a, he's a contrarian, as he's, we've said. Yeah. And... So he wrote this. It wasn't a review. It's like Critic's Notebook because the restaurant was still sort of like in development when he visited. But basically, um, it's this restaurant that by this chef Jordan, Jordan Kahn. I don't know why I said Jordan. Jordan Kahn. <laughs> Jordan Kahn. And it's, this is from the review. Anybody inclined to paint the restaurant as a steaming pile of pretentious nonsense will find that Jordan Kahn, Vespertine's chef and overall impressionario, is that a word? Yeah. Okay. Is standing there with an open paint bucket and a brush. Oh. Vespertine is dedicated to exploring a dimension of cuisine that is neither <laughs> rooted in tradition nor culture. It is a spirit that exists between worlds. What the fuck? Ves- it's called Vespertine? Yeah. Not a word, by the way. Yeah. I mean, Vesper also- and then teen. <laughs> Sounds cool. Um, and then also just, you can't have food. Okay. So say what the concept of the restaurant is. So it's, is. it's cuisine rooted in neither tradition nor culture. 
So, so what they does that make mean? foods that look like other foods and they use a lot of cut, like they steep a lot of like flowers and teas to make color, like things colored. And so they have like a juice that looks exactly like a wine that pairs with the food. Like you get the pairing and you have the juice that's the same exact color as the wine. And you have like, they have a tea that's like bright blue, which is like not a, a color that's found in like most natural foods and like all this like, Shaking my damn head. I know, but then this is like the next part. He says, next came what I thought of as a wheel inside a wheel, a wide looping belt of kelp stuck with blots of lavage sauce inside a black ceramic hoop. There was a bloop of whipped honey inside the hoop too. I stared at it, looking for a way in, until a (laughs) server said, you can think of it as chips and dip. Oh, of course. You're like, so the thing that already... It's just like, that's what happens when you say, I'm making food that's, I mean, may or may not be inspired by the classic children's game, Hoop and Stick. (laughs) I don't want to say it is because that is a cultural touchstone, but um, that is so fucking dumb. Are they closed? Like, can we we go light a fire? (laughs) Um, It's just crazy to me. And it's like this insane concept of food and of eating that is like, um, oh yeah, we're going to make, it's the same concept as yeah. Soylent basically is saying like, we're going to interrupt the way that food has been consumed for thousands of years and we're going to innovate something different. But it's also like, is it really innovation? Because there's, we're not asking, there's, I don't see a point to it. I don't see yeah. something that, that is a, a beneficial aspect to it. It's like when you, you can say that, I mean, someone can make the argument that's like, well, you know, we've had men and women for this many years. Why are we changing it now? Like that, that's not the argument. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's a different thing. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like right. people could say like, well, now we're innovating gender. That's like, that's not what's happening. Yeah. Same thing with this. Like I'm saying like, yeah, we're not saying like we shouldn't innovate or change anything from the past, but well, this is a completely different <laughs> fucking thing. Well, also like the things that we innovate about the ways we talk about gender right. are to make people's lives easier and better. Right. But that's not what any of this shit is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like we talk about gender in changing ways because like that gives people freedom and it makes their lives better. Right. You taking food away from culture (laughs) is racist and bad. (laughs) (laughs) So very different. Oh my God. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. That's why that's sometimes you read a snarky old Pete Wells review and you say, Oh, Petey. Petey. He's like, again, where are the bread baskets? He did say he was like, they guilted me. They recommend that all guests join them for an after dinner drink in their gardens for an, a supplemental $30. And he's like, they guilted me into getting the drink and I would have called a car, but I didn't want to waste the money on the drink that I bought. That is so funny. <laughs> Such a dad thing. Oh, love him. I know. I was like, it's thirty dollars. Just leave. Pete, you know that NYT is paying for this, anyways. <laughs> Get the extra drink. <laughs> Get uh, it or don't. It's thirty dollars. At the end of the day, your Pete Wells, New York Times is paying for it, and it's thirty dollars. Exactly. You freak. You. <laughs> you begrudgingly. I know. I love him. I love him. He's the opposite of the tech bros because he's like going through the full range of emotions <laughs> at this meal. <laughs> <laughs> fly off the handle oh my god yeah well maybe one day we'll get to meet pete i would love that have you ever seen him irl mm-hmm. really like yeah. in a restaurant where you worked yeah was everyone 
fucking freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Everyone freaks out. It's my one of my worst nightmares to be in a place where a food critic comes in. I'm so scared. I like... I truly pride myself on like always dodging the DOH. Like I don't think I've ever been in been working while an inspection was. I going haven't on. either. You better knock on wood, though. Oh baby, um, that's Help drywall. <laughs> drywall surrounding you. Not a bit of wood in this apartment. Uh. <laughs> Just cockroaches and drywall. No. Anyways, um, yeah, fascinating stuff. Yeah, I mean, there was also a person I read who's like a scholar, like a. This person studies tech culture, which I think oh, is like very fascinating and had a lot. I mean, it's all like bad things to say, obviously, mm-hmm. but it is very interesting. That's going to be such a thing like that. I mean, it is a thing already, but yeah. it's just such a new. Vespertine was like the restaurant when that review came out. I read it and I was like, the way that we are going to consume food in restaurants in the future is going to be so different. <sighs> It truly, like, like truly that restaurant, that review, I was like, there's, like, it's what's happening in San Francisco where their mid-level restaurants don't exist. I was like, that's the future. Yeah. It made me really sad. I know. It's very, all of this is very heartbreaking to me, ultimately. I mean, as much as I hate tech bros, I don't want any human to be looking at a screen sucking down no. vitamins as their way of life. No. It's fucking depressing. Look I mean, at a, I do that look with at my, a screen on your phone at a bar. Like, yeah, be cool. Have a Diet Coke tall boy and look at your phone for five hours like me. But it's my own will. No one's, It's my will. No and, one, I, and I'm a free spirit. No one's paying me. I do it for free. Oh my, and my, my whims and yes. my, my worries. Anyways. Um, well, I think that's, that's, that's a good, all we need to Good say. ending place. Yeah. Um, Thanks again for all your support. Um, please do uh, leave a review or uh, subscribe. Yeah, rate. Whatever. It really helps us. We have the Patreon us. still. We have the Patreon still. We're putting up some new stuff there. We've been a little bit. We we are gonna churn out the content. Yeah. it's just the holidays. We are a little bit behind, but it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Don't coming worry. Coming soon. Coming hard. Ooh. Um. And gross. I'm sorry. Um. And yeah. Thanks so much. We love you guys. Talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Bye.